Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX epic limited series Shogun. FX new international spy thriller The Veil starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to This is Important, a production of iHeartRadio, the show where we talk about what's obviously most critically, crucially important. Today on This is Important... Four dudes at home and they work there too. All right, mate, you got any Jimmy Caps? I think we've all had a pocket rocker from time to time. And he's runner up for best video this week. Be sure and vote. Strap in. Wow. Yeah. What? Oh, man. Finish me. What's up, my best friends? Hey, best friend. My motherfucking best friend. What's up, best friend? Best friend. My best friend. My best friend. My motherfucking best friend. He's my best friend. I wish I had my tambourine for this. He is my best friend. That's my best friend. Oh, we got, that's great. <laughs> Remix. Megan the Stallion comes in. Okay. Good job. Uh, do you think Megan the Stallion stole that from us? Do you think she works for SNL? Mm-hmm. <laughs> heard our other bits and she was like, these guys are onto something. And then right. took that bit from us from an old sketch that we made more than 15 years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 100% she <laughs> did. Absolutely. She used to be Megan, Megan the Comedian. She did. Oh. And then just... Change some letters. Yes, I remember that. She was very funny, too. Megan mm-hmm. the Comedian. That's, <laughs> That's tight. <not> bad. <laughs> That's tight. Have we ever played uh, the Best Friends track on the pod? Should we, like, throw to it and come back? 
play it for the people? Yeah, yeah. Let's play yeah, it. Okay. okay. Well, early, early music for y'all. Yeah. If you're waking up, here's some music for y'all. This one's for all the best friends out there. If you're waking yeah. up, or if, even if it's even if it's in the afternoon, or even if yeah. it's oh, yeah. maybe post workout, whatever you're doing, we feel right. Uh, you know, you should think about your best friends. And after this, if you're not currently like living with your best friends and seeing them all the time, give, right. them, give them a shout. Give them a call. Give them, yeah. yeah, that's give what them I a love holler. about this podcast. I get to see my best friends all the time. Okay, roll that beautiful yeah. bean footage, Blake. Even if it's at midnight, have fun. Yeah, friendship. of that song it's given us a, a a lot of mileage we've performed it on conan conan o'brien yes yep. we did yes. well yes. conan played the guitar for it on conan O'Brien. can we do oh. this i almost did this on instagram yesterday and then i just got busy and forgot but like a conan o'brien appreciation day mm. yes we should okay into it holy fucking shit conan o'brien yeah he's the best the absolute man well, he, he was the very first person that gave us a shot on uh, Late Night. The first ones that... Uh, Is that right? Yeah. 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 I'm not even talking about like associated to us and like the favors he's done for us. I'm talking about like 
This dude wrote on SNL mm-hmm. way back in the day, mm-hmm. influencing us in ways we didn't even know. Right. Sure. Then writing on The Simpsons. I wasn't a huge Simpsons guy, but mm. I respect okay. the fuck out of the show. Mm-hmm. And then his okay. talk show fucking blew my mind. I watched it every night in high school and college. Unfucking real. Yeah, the dude is great. Yes. I would stay up very late to watch his show just because like the sketches were so right. insane and also i felt like the guests that would come on knew that you could get really wild and that was what was cool about us going on his show is right you know he allowed us to do whatever the hell we want we did wizards there we did best friends yeah i showed i actually showed chloe the wizard clip not too terribly long ago because i was telling because she like honestly really likes the wizards the wizards is Oh, it's not us, but it's our friends from an alternate yes. uh, yeah. realm. We, I think we, I think uh, we have that, mentioned yeah, them before, that they've but, opened yeah, a portal and they right. kind of look similar to us if you look in the oh, eyes and look past well, the beards. But yeah, uh, yeah there's similar yeah. vibes to us. If you look past the elastic straps holding the beards up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you look past that, it might look similar to us, but it's not. But they're not us. Uh, and I showed Chloe the album. She loved it. And then I was like, yeah, when we did it on Conan, just said it briefly. And she was like, say what now? And I played her that clip. And she was like, holy mm-hmm. shit. This is absolutely insane. We had dancers. Like, you guys were super famous rappers? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I said, no, it wasn't us. It was the Wizards. Yeah, right. Well, one of the coolest things about that performance is we asked Conan if we could have like a flame-throwing dragon. And they were like... Yes. We're going to see if that's possible. <laughs> right. And sure enough, watch the clip. It was a reality. It was awesome. Yeah. And he like, didn't he say the guys from Workaholics last minute couldn't be here? Yeah. Because we couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Because we couldn't. Because we couldn't be there. And so our friends. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. our Weird. friends had to come in from the alternate universe and, and do the song. Yeah. I still Fucking... think one of our greatest ideas that we haven't done yet, but we, it's still on the table, is mm-hmm. asking the Wizards to do a... Op- up in smoke esque type of uh, hip hop tour. It would be mm-hmm. very cool. Yes. A stage show with the Wizards. Mm. So the up in smoke tour was like several different acts, right? Like yes, different rappers. Was, yep. So New. who who is joining the Wizards? Oh. <laughs> well, the thing about the what he's taking from the up in smoke tour is the theatrics. Everybody had their own like set. Everybody had their own. That's like, what you're taking from it. Uh, like? Well, you know what? We could also ask like Chuck English if he wants to like come on a track, like do a yeah, beat for I say, us. I say, here's what we do. Here's what we do, guys. We get we ask Chuck English. Mm-hmm. We have to ask the Wizards first. We mm-hmm. ask uh, Eminem. Obviously, the Wizards. Yeah. yeah. We reach out to Chuck English and Eminem. Eminem <laughs> and MGK. And whoever gets back to us first, whoever gets back to us first, they get the slot. So do there we, we go. hit up Macklemore, who was who like announced he was going to do a Wizard album, and then kind of just that put was the so weird. What happened? I remember seeing that. Like he, he just, must have gotten the idea. Like, Ten <laughs> tweets about it from mm-hmm. people, and then he was like, oh. There's no way I could surpass the perfection that those wizards that we know did. And he skipped it. Right. When they did their original, their first album, Purple Magic. Right. So what was Macklemore's wizard thing? I, I kind of remember it. but He I... like announced that he's like, yo, I'm moving on to some hot shit. Get ready for the rapping wizards. And people were like, mm-hmm. it's been done. And he was like, well, I don't know what he was like, but he must have heard. He's probably like, they're on to me. I just know when I saw that, I immediately hit the notes in my iPhone and started to write a little little diss rap for 
if he did drop it. Really? I pulled out a pen and a pad and a beat, too. You mean Young Zell did, not Blake. I'm sorry. <laughs> I immediately. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You hit up Me too. I went to the I crystal up, ball. Right, right. Yeah, you hit up Zell. I went to the cauldron, uh-huh. dropped Zell the line. I hit up Toby, and I actually, I got a beat, mm-hmm. too, and I was, like, rapping on it, with like, listening to Toby rap on it. <laughs> And right, right. Yeah, you hit up old yeah. Toby, the wizard, right. and that yeah. made sense. And I was like, that beat is solid. I did not contact Bulldozer. He's kind of on his own shit right now. <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, sure. Yeah, he's 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 kind of down and out. That poor guy. Yeah. Oh, that's well, too bad. Lamal spells well. Uh, he was actually interested in like actually getting on a track with Macklemore and like and and or oh. whoever. Yeah, oh. for to like actually be heard <laughs> oh. by people. Wow. He was like, I think maybe more people would hear it if we did this instead of just diss him. Yeah, Limal has always been like the peacekeeper of the group, you know? Yeah. Well, he spells well. Mm-hmm. He right? spells he well. He does yeah. spell. He casts spells well. And he is Jiggy Stardust. So. <laughs> A.K.A. Jiggy Stardust. You know what we should do is uh, contact the Wizards and say, you know, it's like a, a Blues Brothers type thing. We got to get the band back together mm-hmm. and, right. um, and come out with the ultimate album that will mm-hmm. then change the world. Like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, a lot of other musical movies is what this will also be like. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes. you know. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you could. Uh, and, and we're moving on from the Conan O'Brien appreciation. <laughs> All right, thank you, Conan. <laughs> Guess we, if you uh, want to bring it back, was there something else you wanted to say to him, Team Coco hair. over there? Me? I feel like I said it, and then everyone else was like, "Yeah, but we we rapped, didn't we?" Well, I'm yeah, like, oh, you know, all right. I guess we're done Z. talking about him. Here's mm-hmm. the thing: you kind of look like him. <laughs> oh. You look exactly like Would him. Would you play him in a bio? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to play him? Uh, man, I, I wish. You know, I don't know if I could do him justice. Uh, uh-huh. He's got the. He's you got to believe hair. in yourself. Yeah, I think you got to believe in yourself. Have some confidence in it. I think you can. Oh, I don't have to do a damn thing. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, you're oh, absolutely okay. right. I'll All slip right. my wrist right Whoa. now. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Right. Hold on. Wait. Don't <laughs> do not do that. Don't slit your wrist on the podcast. I'll on this podcast right now. <laughs> okay. Unders. Hey. All right. Come on. Come on. You should believe in yourself. You don't have to. You should. What was that video that somebody in the in the writer's room played? Of the politician who like got up and then just blew his brains out. And what did he say? Oh, that's the f- damn. He said he said no, no. He, this Bud Dwyer. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do oof. this. Yeah, you can't yeah. stop me. Where was it's, that? It's a video on the internet of a live suicide. Uh, if you're into watching that kind of stuff, I'm sure you can Google it. It's horrible, uh, but it is very disturbing. Sticks with you still. When I close my yeah. eyes, I can access yeah. it. So anyway, I'm gonna do that. Okay. okay, okay, but it's gonna be audio only. It's audio. <laughs> Finish him. I've seen that video and I cannot even envision it even a little bit. I, I know that? I've watched that to, with you guys. <laughs> right. It's so disturbing. It's like yeah. this dude up at a podium. Pulls a gun out, says he's gonna do it, and then like people like kind of come to stop him. He's like, no, 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 I'm gonna. And then he, doom. It's very, it's like too realistic. Finish him. What? Because it is real, right? There's yeah. like no cinema to it. It just is like over, and you're like, mm, it's real life. There's like no dope ass camera shots. There's no music. There's, There's no, no music. Like, There's no score to it. <laughs> no score underneath it. No. It's actually like kind of older footage, so it makes it even creepier just because it's kind of grainy and it's right. like. Betamax. You're like, Grandpa shot himself. Poor guy. I mean, did you guys ever, uh, when you were when you were growing up, did you ever get into the, the faces of death 
uh, VHSs. Yeah. Yeah. That was like pre uh, I have very internet shit. We rented those. Mm-hmm. It was very, just like people getting electrocuted or like hitting eaten by animals or hit by trains and shit. I feel like that's the one I remember is like an alligator one where a dude got right. eaten by a fucking alligator. Yeah. I don't know if this is from that, but I I remember watching it and being like, Oh, I just watched a man get murdered when like he's just walking <laughs> down the street and just a tire out of nowhere, like this giant tire is flying across the street and just clocks him in the back of the head and for sure this guy's dead. That's on the internet too. I don't know if I don't, I don't remember that, but I do remember that from the internet for sure. Yeah. He face plants onto the concrete after getting hit with the tire, right? Yeah, this tire like flies off a truck from the interstate or something and it's coming at him like 80 miles an hour and it Oof, just clocks right. him in the back of the head as he's just walking down the street and you're like, well, what are the odds? God, right. <laughs> They're actually higher than you think. Um, really, give it, give it to us. I just said they're high. Yeah, this is high. important. Oh, okay. Yep. I thought okay. we were gonna get a number. Yeah, this is really important. Let's go. No, I just remember those VHSs though being like an urban legend at school where kids would be like, "Have you seen it? Have you seen it?" But I, I never. I, I I can't watch that kind. I of rented shit. it thinking it was a horror movie because you know, like when you're you could rent 10, it. Yeah, you it, could rent Faces of Death. Video Adventure had it. Oh, or no, hello. you know what? Dude. No, no, I'm sorry. I think Neelan Brothers videos had it. There we go. Oh. Um, but we had already finished all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, all the Friday the 13ths and Halloweens and shit. And we were like, Faces of Death. And it had a cool box. And I think there were like three movies. I will say, if you go on, say, uh, eBay or Etsy, Google or uh, search for vintage Faces of Death gear, the shirts mm. are pretty sick. Their merch was was top notch, Whoa. top yeah. notch. I but mean, you're gonna pay a pretty penny. It's just smut. It's just death videos. That's crazy that that's what's getting passed around. Yeah, you know? we didn't understand it. We were like waiting for the narrative to kick in, and all of a sudden it was just like accident after accident. And you're just yeah, like, it's kind of like it's kind of like America's Funniest Home Videos, but <laughs> but not what what happened. The actual results, because a lot of times you would watch AFV and be like, oh, that dad for sure died, right? Death right. by getting his nuts kicked a hundred times, <laughs> right? He got killed by the um, jackalope. Those were the craziest, funniest home videos when you would. Uh, it was the craziest, funniest home videos when you were like, oh, that guy, like for sure, it really hurt himself. Like a dad yeah. who's like fixing the lights uh, on the roof for Christmas, and then he just slides off the roof, and you're like, he's paralyzed. <laughs> He's paralyzed. Right. He fell 30 feet. Right. And then it just cuts to a super 90s audience like. <laughs> yeah. And he's runner up for best video this week. Be sure and vote. They would fucking play that sick music while everyone's doing their little punch pad. It'd be like, and, yeah. and Bob Saget had the last laugh. Oh, yes, man. he did. Bro, they Indeed. were doing voiceovers on like all those clips, man. They would string That's out. That's right. <laughs> Can we just do a Bob Saget appreciation? Dude, let's start it now. I mean, think about it. <laughs> okay, Stop the pod. This guy's Yo. this guy's trying to appreciate today. Thank you, Durs. I, I love that. I love that about <laughs> hey, you. Hey, man, give them roses while they're here. Mm-hmm. There thank you go. You. There yes. you go. I'm with you. you. I'm with you. Bob Saget, thank you, bro. <laughs> thank you, yeah. Bob. Thank you, Bob. You raised me, man. DT, Danny Tanner. For all those little voices that you put underneath people getting hurt, that shit was funny as hell. I don't think that was him. I think he brought um, Dave Couillet on board to do those voices. What do you mean? 
Dave Couillet had his own Ooh. show. Dave Couillet had his but own Dave show. But Dave Couillet did the voice of the Jackalope for sure, because it was the same voice. But that wasn't AFV. That was on his show. That was America's Funniest People. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that he started America. on America. America's Funniest Home Videos, and then they were like, this guy is a genius. No He's way. He's dating six-year-old Alanis Morissette. We gotta I, give him his own show. Wait, you think that Bob Saget had a show and then he got Dave Couillet to do the voices and then Dave Couillet was given a spin? Have you never been on a show that Adam created? No, I'm saying then he got his spin off from that because I thought Bob Saget did the voices and Dave Couillet did the voices. I thought it was the same format, two different people. I'm pissed now. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Neither do I. Uh, there's literally no way to tell, uh, but I'm looking at. At the cast, and it's Tom Bergeron did it for a while, Bob Saget. Well, that's new. That's new. Uh, and can that's we cool. stop the pod for a second and give Todd Bergeron his roses for a minute? Well, no, we no. can't. Todd we can't. Bergeron is killing it. <laughs> we can't give Todd. Uh, well, actually, let's give Todd, because that might be Tom's uh, younger brother. Right, or his dad. Who didn't get a lot of shine. Check it out. See who he's related to. <laughs> yeah, Tom Bergeron might have had a relative named Todd. And, sure. you know, to be a relative of a super famous guy like Tom Bergeron, and your name is right. also pretty close to Tom, it's Todd. Uh, right. I'm assuming that it was kind of hard for him. So big shout out. Sure. And let's uh, appreciate, appreciate him. You. Dom yeah, Bergeron. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, their father, Dom, was a huge influence to me as well. <laughs> He's the host of uh, Prancing prancing with the Stars. Dom Bergeron. I will say I that it. America's Funniest People did have a low-key banger theme song. And that, okay. I feel like not everybody knows that one. Was it the one that ends in America, America, uh, this is you? Bam, 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 That's bam. America's Funniest Home Videos. No. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I had the same thought, Blake. That's not. You go look it up, and I'm going to be over here maybe being right. Strangers from the friends next door. Da, 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 da. That was the Dave Coulier, and bum, I love bum, that we're bum, deep diving. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, yeah. The, hey, here's a poll for everyone at home. Do you love that we're deep diving? They okay, said, are you well, ready? Let us know. Camera is, roll, because it's, it's the red, it's, white, and blue. This is America. The funniest things you do. America. This is America's funniest home videos. America. Kyle, and your voice is just fucking good. Oh, this yeah. is you. I don't, 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 Not only is Kyle you. my favorite actor, he might be one of my favorite singers. I just like Thank how you. he goes for it, and he's not afraid of what he sounds like. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I hope to do that forever. Sturz is right. A real life look at yeah, this is sick. Listen to that ratchet, that, that scratchy voice. We'll find out. All right. I'm a, I apologize. Yeah. I will be apologizing so at so the end of the show. That? Just wait for it, all right? But I am sorry okay. right now. I am sorry okay. about what I said. Do you think that's the same woman who sang on... Um, was, was it the step-by-step that had the woman singing theme it song? It could have been the Full House theme, too. Or no, that was a dude. I think that was there a dude. There were so many good theme songs. What's the last show that had a good... Do we talk about theme addict? <laughs> have we talked about Do we dip back in our own shit again? Well, that is that scratchy voice is reminiscent of all those 90s sitcom openers, and we do have oh, a dope-ass video. Yeah, theme addict is one of... My favorite sketches that we've ever done. I thought that was a that was a that was a banger, a classic banger. We did a sketch several years ago before everything where I was like a recording engineer looking for the next hot talent to record a sick '90s theme song for a TV show because. 
theme songs were big back then. Mm-hmm. And this little rube named Andy, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was Andy Bovine, wasn't it? Andy Bovine. Andy Bovine. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's Adam as like this fresh new talent. And he just fucking blows my mind. Then he gets hooked on cocaine. <laughs> and then heroin. And then, and then he gets a manager. His manager, Chucky yes. Gay Wagon. Right. Yes. Chucky Gay His Wagon. Chucky Gay Wagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Blake. Chucky mm-hmm. Gay Wagon. How are you? And ya? what song did you die recording? He like. Uh, step by step. Was step by step, yeah. day by day. Yeah. And then, and then uh, he closes my eyes when it goes. The second, second time around. around. Yeah. He closes my And uh, we're going to play that right now. Dude. <laughs> That shit's so good. Welcome back. <laughs> Wait, so I, I don't know. I don't know how any of this what works, was. But. What is the most recent show in memory that had an actual good theme song? I'm trying to think of any shows that had a like. I mean, I like the Office's theme song. Well, oh, doo-doo, doo-doo, yeah. Doo-doo, doo-doo, Look doo-doo. at you, yeah. It might be workaholics. Yeah. When did we sure. stop summarizing the premise? Because that was cool when theme songs had like lyrics and they actually told right. you what was going on in the show that's dope right right we don't do that like anymore the brady bunch and like small wonder yeah can we just shout can we just give appreciation to small Wonder, bro the adams family can we give appreciation to adams family while they're still here while they're still here all right yeah so what you're saying is we should have took the beat from the skinny boys that's the people that do the group that did the workaholics theme song and kind of explained what our show was have them re-record it like four dudes at home and they work there too yeah well, they don't work at home but and there's only three <laughs> the fourth one's a ghost and you never right. see him yeah, yeah there's, there's three. three there's, there's three. three of them blake forgot <laughs> blake forgot our show blake's on a different planet sometimes <laughs> you idiots but yeah it would be something like that like i'm sorry i was just looking at four people on the screen i assumed kyle was one of the roommates. Well, I was there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but for seven years, didn't you film that TV show? <laughs> yeah, weren't you there for uh, 86, 87 huh. episodes, something like that? Yeah, but at this moment, I'm looking at four people. <laughs> I was on a crowded street, I'd say, the show with 89 roommates <laughs> that also work together at a grocery store parking lot. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm out on the street. I just saw 89 people. I just... <laughs> Dude, your (laughs) eyes are in charge of your brain. I love it. Hey, baby. That's what I'm talking about. It's our microphone, a computer, and four pictures of people. (laughs) It's this podcast. (laughs) Your eyes are in charge of your brain. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're a stupid dumbass. Dumbass. Oh, oh, man. Can we just shout out Beavis and Butthead? Bro, give it up for Mike Judge, all right? Okay, Let's appreciate stop. Mike yeah. Judge for a second, oh, all right? Huge appreciation now. Living legend, mate. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think he's a surfer, and I like that. Do you think maybe that could be the documentary we make, is like tracking down the skinny boys and seeing what was up with them? Because I don't know where those guys are. The skinny boys are the guys that made the song that ended up being the workaholic soundtrack. And we, mm-hmm. uh, or theme song, not soundtrack. Theme song. But theme song. And wasn't it we were looking at. Gotta be fresh. Uh, and, and stop me if I'm wrong. Uh, and I'm sure I will be. But uh, we were looking for, we wanted some sort of beatbox thing as our theme song. And we wanted. Should I stop you? Yeah. Stop. We <laughs> wanted to get Bismarcky to create a song for the show, mm-hmm. and right. it was going to be too expensive. Okay. Well, you shouldn't have stopped right. me because that's what I was about to say. 
But we didn't want a, just any beatbox. We were like Bismarckie. Yeah, but we knew we wanted Bismarckie's known for doing beatboxing stuff, and we wanted beatbox. So we're going to go out to Bismarckie. It was going to be way too expensive. Yes. And we ended up. Uh, I think was it was it Blake? He was looking mm -hmm. uh, at like iTunes, like if you like this, you might like this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had cut together the images, and I was trying music, and Blake threw me that song, and it. There's versions of it where it was like even the other parts of the like right. it, we tried mm -hmm. like there's so many different versions and parts in that song that it's like we should yeah. have said you do it. Wow. Yeah, you're a true talent. Can we just take a minute to appreciate Kyle's beatboxing? Oh, Kyle's man. I I never stop. Fair enough. Love the guy. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was a rendition. It was just a rendition of Skinny Boy's Jockbox. Uh, but yeah. Which, by the way, the album, Weightless, mm -hmm. has got tracks. That's not the only track. Yeah. And then we we were going on, we were doing some kind of tour or big live event. And I remember we reached out and we were trying to find the Skinny Boys and they were unreachable. We could not find them. We put feelers out. We contacted the... The label, they were like, we have no idea where these guys are. That song came out, yeah. you know, 30 years ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and we were kind of shit out of luck. I don't think the people who own the song were doing us any favors. You know what I mean? Yeah, they absolutely didn't care. They were like, uh, yeah, go fuck yourselves. Well, yeah, they're like, just pay us. But um, shout out to the Skinny Boys. Uh, if you're out there, we'd love to get in contact with you. Because I think, uh, you know, if we ever take the podcast out on tour, which we would like to do at some point, you know. Yeah. Uh, we would love for them to come on and uh, and maybe open up the show for us. That'd be so fun. That would be insane. Yeah, let's fucking let's get some money, and you guys don't even have to talk to us. <laughs> you can you can show up and say, "Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, fuck you." Perform, kill it, and then be like, "All right, we're out of here, guys. Uh, we'll see you at the next city." For sure. Yeah, you don't need to talk to us. The skinny boys are in that story, though. The skinny boys are like dicks. <laughs> Pretty rude, yeah. No, I'm just I don't hey, I don't know how they feel. We took their voices and put them on a fucking TV show 30 years later. I don't know if they're like stoked on it. No, I mean, yeah, I wonder how I want they they have to have someone in their lives. This is why it's a good documentary. Yeah. They have to have someone in their lives that showed them or told them they're not completely ignorant right now, right? They have to have known that their song was the theme song to Yeah, I wouldn't assume they're completely ignorant. Yeah. Right. I, they I have think to they'd know. You would think I so, think. yeah. Yeah, for sure. It'd be a great dog. It's a good... Now I see the hook, Finding Skinny. Oh. Sen sending love their way. Can we just take a moment to appreciate the Skinny Boys? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Searching for Skinny. Let's do it. They were um, kind of a commercial response to the Fat Boys. Yes. Uh, and we just lost a Fat Boy. And mm -hmm. I don't think I'm young enough to remember that dude's name because... I never had their stuff. I do remember my friend Ray Weaver had like a mini tape. You mean old enough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was. I'm not old enough. Yeah. But my homie had a, a little. They were like these mini tapes that they sold for these like fake Walkman. What? Really? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? And they would have like one song on them. No. I mean, this is like this is like '87. Oh yeah, we were true children. This sounds like a tight. What was it called? Tiger or ty Tyga? Not the rapper. Tiger but. with a little tail. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Electronic device. Yes. It, fuck, what was it called? That was like a, a what would you do prize, like Tiger, like Casio and yes. Tiger were kind Casio of Casio keyboard and a Schwinn bicycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And whistle blow pops. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> whistle pops. Whistle pops. <laughs> 
looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. I watch it. I love it, dude. It's set in feudal Japan. Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. Dude, The Veil is a globetrotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance. Whoa. Wow, well said. And, and crime fans? Do not miss the all-new series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events. <gasps> yeah, stars Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month, huh? It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu, huh? Dude, freaking do it, dude. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Whistle blow pops were a problem at my middle school. <laughs> oh yeah, I loved uh, I loved the rings the the blow pop rings. Yeah, yeah. Also, oh, ring pops, dude, ring pops. Dude, can we just fucking appreciate candy? <laughs> Those are still yeah. fantastic. Ring pops are yeah. so good. Like few suckers capture that. That's what I'm most looking forward to of having kids is like having a reason to be like, you know, let's uh, let's go down the candy aisle real quick because I don't really right. fuck with candy as an adult because I'm worried about jawline. But as soon mm-hmm. as you have a kid, you're like, well, I have to give them some high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's all good right. if I gain some weight. I'm a dad now. Yeah, it's all it's OK. I'm a dad. I can strap some on. It's fine. Right. When I was a kid, I remember I would. uh I had all kinds of weird side hustles, so I would then take that money. And that's what you called them? <laughs> that's what I called them when I was robbing the neighborhood kids. Whoa. Uh, and I would take that money that I got from uh, my illegal paper route and also robbing the neighborhood kids, oh, yeah. and I would uh, get all the ring pops, baby. This dude was a ring pop mob. i walked down. I'd lower this, the seat on my bike and just roll with all mm-hmm. ring pops up on the handles. Ooh-wee. Yeah. Flashing. Ooh-wee. <laughs> Let them know. That would actually be kind of a cool flex there should be somebody who gets a ring pop that's an actual like bejeweled ring pop. That's oh yeah, a cool look. Right, that right. would be great. And walk a red carpet with it or something. I could yeah. I could see someone doing that. Dude, a quick yeah. a quick little circle back real quick. It's called mm-hmm. a pocket. Conan O'Brien. We love him. <laughs> it's just hey, we love him. He's underrated. Uh, <laughs> it's called a pocket rock pocket rocker. Uh, that's what my hey, hey, oh, hey okay, okay. Hey, I think we've all had a pocket rocker from time to time. <laughs> oh my god, a pocket rocker. Uh, <laughs> that's a tiny tape. Yeah, tiny tape pocket rocker. Don't. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> what else is it? What, I'm not uh, following. Hey, you want to see my pocket rocker? Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's a thing I got off eBay from my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. What else would it be? I'm just running lines. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just just running lines. Just, just running, running lines. lines over here for a product that's been <laughs> a product that's been dead for over thirty years. Yeah, I'm in this yeah. scene with like eighty nine people. I'm just running lines. <laughs> yeah, this show takes place in eighty six. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, sorry. It's it's for my show, Workaholics. Haven't you guys been done with that for like four or five years now? No. Oh, there's eighty nine new stars. We do it every week. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a big ensemble. Like that's the whole thing. It's all I have though. So <laughs> to me, this is still uh, workaholics. I still call this workaholics. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Wait, this is. <laughs> I think legally you can't. So yeah, legally you can't say that. Uh, Can we uh, expunge okay. that, please? Can we redact okay, that? Okay. Uh, redact right. that from the record. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Strike that. <laughs> sorry. King iHeart's gonna come down swinging on us. Pizza, pizza. Oh. That would be a problem. Tiger Beat. Did that have anything to do with Tiger Beat? That magazine? Tiger. No, no. But okay. tigers have always and will always just be something we talk about. Yeah, people love Can tigers. Can we just give a shout out to Tiger? Does Tiger Beat exist? Because that seems kind of creepy. So that was like teenage boys in magazines, right? And, like, and girls. Is I that think, what it was? It, I think it was. It, yeah, it was, I, it was like a magazine for 
uh, young people and young stars specifically. <laughs> right, like JTT. <laughs> yeah. So then people would cut them out and put them on their yeah. on their walls. But I think it was geared more towards little girls. It was just like Will Smith. And River Phoenix and fucking... It was Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Zachary Ty Bryan and anyone with three names kind of got on the cover. Yummy! Mark Paul Gossler. Mark Paul Gossler. Mm. Delish. Is it Gossler or Gossner? It's Gossler. Yeah, you, Gossler. you nailed it. Yeah, you I, know. I, I second-guessed myself. I thought it was Gossner. Wrong again. And can we kind of give him his flowers right now? Because he's still out there working, right? Let's give him his flowers. Who are we talking, Mark Paul? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's working. I can uh, I can attest Durs, for that. Durs, you got a little story? <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh, he kind of swooped my boy. He did. He did, didn't he? I was he? on a pilot for something called Mixed-ish, a spinoff to Blackish, and they were mm-hmm. like... Mm, we don't like you. Cut me and replace me with Mark Paul Gossler, who's killing it. But here's the best part, is that in the end of the movie, Game Over Man, um, Mark... The number one movie of all time on Netflix. Yeah, Check it out. Game Over Man. Everyone loves it. Check it out. The number one movie on Netflix of all time. Uh, Huge. We are approached by Mark Cuban, who goes, we love your guy's story from the movie. We want to turn this story in the movie into... A video game and we're like oh my god that's gonna be so cool when we're in a video game and he's like yeah but we're gonna replace you with better looking well-known actors and i said mark paul gossler for me really and, the, and yep. the end of the movie is like us i'm doing air quotes but we're replaced with sean astin for adam that's right cara delavine for you and mark <laughs> paul gossler for me and he had to have approved that i think yeah. Yeah. And then he fucking really replaced me. Yeah. He, he for sure. I'm not, I'm not crying. <laughs> he's not crying. He's not crying. You can't see it, I'm but he's not, not. He's not crying. crying. He isn't crying. If you I think don't... he's crying, he isn't. I mean, that's like, what the fuck is that? That's some that's some higher level shit right there, right? Well, that's like... how you know God is the funniest one out there. <laughs> Thank you, God. Well, that's weird because actually I was supposed to be the enchantress in mm. Suicide Squad. Is that who Cara Delevingne was? Mm. There's no way to tell. What the fuck? All right. And now we're back. I'm glad we took that walk. And now we're back. <laughs> what and now the we're back. fuck? Have you ever been fired off anything, uh, Blakers? You ever got shit canned? Other than the McDonald's commercial? I got cut out of that. Well, that you were just yeah. cut out. Cut yeah. out. Yeah. But have I been recast? Yeah. Mm, not to my knowledge. I, I, I feel like... <laughs> I do. <laughs> I've never watched anything I've ever done, so anything's possible. Not to my knowledge is the funniest thing you could have said right there, Blakey. Not to my knowledge. When I did the one little, I did a little part in Entourage, and it was a scene with Jeremy Piven. The and pivs. I remember I was like, I was hella nervous, and I was kind of right. like, kind of like biffing my lines a little bit. And I remember Piven being like, bro, you don't sew it up. You're getting axed, dude. He shook me to the bones. That's man. so cool. I love that he thinks that's his job. Wait, what did he said you were getting cut? Dude, he's like, come on, Blake. And I'm just like, oh shit, dude. Jeremy Pippen's about to kick my ass. <laughs> what were you doing wrong? Because he just wants to get out of there. For sure. By the way, like that's gonna help. Like that's gonna help you like oh, yeah. oh for sure. Thank you. Now I'm less nervous because you're yelling at me. Yeah, yeah because the script the, like, you know, they really stick to the script. It was one of those like sets where you have to hit every word. Don't add nothing. Well, dude, the jokes are solid gold on Entourage. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, no. I mean, I'm, just like Yeah, grammatical masterpieces. I, I know you're kind of 
you know, making fun of it and, and you're saying that sarcastically, but <laughs> wait, who? Yeah, I guess, now I you're guess crying. Was, I guess part of what I just said was a joke. <laughs> but uh I mean it was one a generational comedy that a lot of people stand by and it's um yeah. it's kinda how I live my life. So Right. I don't disagree I don't disagree. A lot of people stand by it. Yeah. Well, why don't you cry about it? I'm not crying. It's cool because guys, I'm actually I'm part of the entourage universe. Yeah, so. you really are. I'm jealous. Yeah. Did you come back in the movie? How uh, did I not see you in the show? Were you in the show? <laughs> you did make it. Yeah, you were someone's roommate. Is that correct, Blake? Did you make it onto the show? Yes. You the, like knock on a window and you're yes, somebody's so roommate. So Jeremy Piven, I believe, is dating my roommate. She's kind of a younger girl, and and this uh, is in the later uh, later seasons. I have no idea. It is. Um. And uh, later seasons, <laughs> he's going through. Uh, Jeremy's uh, Ari Gold is going through. Mm-hmm. A breakup, a separation with uh, Mrs. Ari, because they never right. gave her a name. And right. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's part of the jokes. That's why it's so funny. Grammatical masterpiece. Uh, he's going through a separation and then starts to date a, a younger woman. That is Blake's roommate. Okay. Oh yes. So I, um, I'm that girl's roommate. I knock on the, the window and I'm like, hey, bro, do you got any condoms? Because I guess I'm like blazing somebody did you do uh well maybe that was part of it you like used a voice that isn't your voice right you were like hey bro um, was that go, it Blake. come on man do <laughs> you your like voice. Tried to, you like trying to do too much of a thing and it kind of threw you he came in with his accent yeah he was like no. hey bro uh all right mate you got any jimmy caps was that it like, I, uh, I i i <laughs> I don't. I think it was more just me going like, uh, uh, why? And they're like, you have to, you have to hunch down and get in the window. And I kept being like, my eyes above the window. And they're like, dude, you're just not in frame. This isn't working. Just couldn't hit your mark. (laughs) It's not much of the delivery. But you didn't know how to put your head in a window. It was hard, dude. I didn't want to, you know, intrude on Mr. Piven's space, man. And this wasn't, uh, this wasn't season one of Workaholics. This is like we were like season three or four. I think that's what I'm wondering too, Adam. So I think you had done enough episodes. This is enough. This was a stunt cast. A little bit. This is an. You've done enough episodes of television that you should know how to hit marks and to know the craft. Not with, not with Jeremy Piven though, man. Yeah, not exactly. With yeah. Golden Globe or Emmy winning. I don't know what it was, but that dude. Was, he won something. He just was biff and takes. So you weren't hitting your mark. Your head wasn't where it needed to be. It was a whole nother animal, dude. It was a whole nother animal. It wasn't yeah. like I I knew on work. Can you look at Jeremy in the eyes, please, Blake? Can you look at him like? <laughs> Like this, like you're connecting with him. Is that yeah. okay? Can you bring your head down a little bit? And he looks at you and just uh, and he's just shaking his head. Don't do it. Don't you look at me? Yeah, that's the thing. He was fucking with you. <laughs> he was one of the first celebrities that I. Uh, can we take a minute just to appreciate Jeremy Piven? Yeah, hell uh, yeah. Hey, Evanston Township High School. <laughs> I'm a man. Uh, graduate. He's an alumni of the high school I went to. He was one of the first celebrities that I saw in Hollywood. I was walking Runyon Canyon. With me and I think Christine and our dog Rocky that we won off the television show, Who Gets the Dog? Right. Check it yeah. out. It's on the Fido Network. Mm-hmm. And Let's then, cut to that now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who gets the dog? And we're back. And then so I'm walking up Runyon Canyon and I'm walking up this steepway and he's running down the steepway. Nice. Uh, steepway. Holding shirtless, <laughs> holding a mountain bike over his head with yeah. like 6% mm. body fat or something. You and think I, he stole it? 
I for sure he robbed somebody. No, I think it was just like that. It, that was peak Entourage. Entourage was still on. It was probably right. like season three or four at that time, and he was like a fucking star at that point. Yeah. And I think he was just like, "Yo, I got to get out there. Let Hollywood know that I can carry mountain bikes above my head and run Runyon Canyon." Yeah, baby. Mm. So this is a small world situation. My wife's mom worked at his parents' theater when she was like in her twenties or something like that. Babysat his parents owned a, a famous yes his parents yeah. have like a, a outside chicago they have like a, a, a kids theater uh school or whatever it's called i'm not an actor um where like teens learn how to act like the cusacks all went through there jeremy obviously went through there a bunch of people went through it that's cool and my wife's mom worked there uh like on the administrative side and she would babysit jeremy piven and i saw this fool at, at like the gym somewhere in hollywood hollywood and <laughs> i was like and the trainer introduced me and i was like hey actually uh we went to the same high school and i had the whole thing on deck to be like my wife's mom blah 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 and he was like that's tight man and just like walked off and i was like yeah but i have <laughs> <laughs> all right hey good to catch up cute dog i'll see you around he was looking swole though. Hey, stay swole. Stonewall. You know, if if anything, he was looking swole. Good. And that's the most important part. Give him his flowers, man. Can we take a minute to appreciate him? Yeah. Let's... Kyle, have you ever been uh, fired off anything? Fired off of anything. Any Piven stories? Any job at all? Yeah, it could be it could be any job. It doesn't it doesn't need to be, you know, Hollywood related. It can be. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got fired from the pumpkin patch when I was a kid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is this okay? Stealing pumpkins, Seasonal smashing pumpkins, or... fucking the pumpkins. Seasonal yeah. job. It's just in the fall, <laughs> obviously. Adams De Niro just kicked out. Uh, well, I didn't so much get you, uh, uh, fired as I didn't get asked back for the Christmas tree farm, which was next. They were like, you could go home. Oh, shit. That's what I also worked at a pumpkin patch slash haunted house. And me and Austin worked there, my, my good friend oh, yeah. Austin Anderson. And I wasn't fired. I just was not asked back because we, we both <laughs> played two monsters. And I was in a or Austin. I don't know. We, we kept trading off and on. But one of us were in a costume that was like eight feet tall. And uh, so you're this giant nice. monster that comes out from behind this uh, trick wall. Are you on stilts or your your neck is long? No, it's or? like the head is kind of resting on your shoulders and it goes up from, from there. Copy oh. that. And uh, we kept acting like we were fucking each other. Like we'd walk in the room. <laughs> <laughs> we'd walk in the room and I'd act like I'm fucking him or he'd act like he's fucking Funny. me. And right. uh, and so it wasn't really scary as much as just like, oh, those two guys are just fucking Disturbing. shit out of each other. Wait, what's going on? See, 69, dudes! <laughs> Would you call that a gay experiment? I'm, that might be an experiment, yeah. Okay. I don't know. We, but had, yeah. we had a fan ask if we've ever had a gay experiment. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. Well, I don't know. Uh, well, we if, might have to answer that in the Mint Mobile Smint Minute. Yeah, you, we, might, we might need to do a Smint Minute on that. Smint Mobile Minute. Smint. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got fired off, and I might have told this on the podcast, but I got fired off. do you want to know why I got fired from the pumpkin farm? Oh, sure, of course. Yeah. Because I... Took two steak sandwiches every day, and they weren't having it. They would give out lunch, and I would always pocket two. And they were like, "Dude, <laughs> you gotta it. go." Did you That's say you fine. were a growing boy? They wouldn't let me do it, man. They didn't dig it, and I sucked at parking duty. Like I would not help people park. I just stood out there. So you stole and did a poor job. You were a thief and bad at the job. Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And all right. This pumpkin patch had steak sandwiches, or w- yeah, just every day the boss brought steak sandwiches from home. What is? No, it w- it was like part of how they made their money. They like sold sandwiches at this place, and they were bomb as fuck. So I would take okay. two, maybe three, and just like grub on that shit. Okay. And they were like, eating three steak sandwiches, dude. Fuck yeah, I was like, you were a growing 16, boy, sixteen, seventeen. I was a growing yeah. boy, and they Maybe 16, yeah. 17, 240, 250. He's a growing boy. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I remember, I think I was racing to 200. I was trying to do that with a buddy of mine in high school, was who could get to 200 first. Wow. Right. And now I've topped that. <laughs> now you're trying to race down. Wait, there's the documentary, <laughs> Racing to 200. Now, I'm, now I need you're to go. You're racing the, back down. <laughs> I got to go backwards I'm racing now. back down. Yeah, the big boy. The big boy cometh. Oh, boy. Big boy noise. <laughs> it's hard to shake him. Yeah. I got fired from Lacoste yeah. for sure. I got, I've been fired from a couple jobs. I got fired uh <laughs> Cal's camera what? in Costa Mesa, California, when I first moved out there. I worked there and I sold tripods, didn't know anything about tripods. Yes. And so it would just be like, this is good when there's three legs and that's kind of all you need. Uh, <laughs> I remember I was jealous of you with that job. I'm like, well, should I get this more uh, this more expensive one? I'm like, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, if you want to, you can. I mean, it definitely has the same amount of legs. <laughs> right. To your credit, though, like how is there a variation of tripods? Like, yeah, I there are. The, I mean, yes, there is. There's a monopod, uh, gorilla pod, tripod. See, see okay. all the names of different pods? And I should have learned those. <laughs> but I got fired. I got fired. I got fired because I would drink too much water. That was why he fired me. He was like, you're drinking. <laughs> what? Right. Because you had to walk all the way across the store to refill your cup. So I was just (laughs) chugging water. I was chugging water so I wouldn't have to talk about tripods all goddamn day. So I'm just over there. Can you help me out? I would would fill up my cup, chug it on the way back to my station, be empty, and have to go back to fill it up again. And so I was never, I was never there. And then you got to go pee. (laughs) And then he fires me, Cal from Cal's Camera. Nice guy. It was a family-owned business. Super nice guy. Super nice family. And he was like, Mm -hmm. "I, I have to let you go. You drink too much water. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I get that. And uh, then the next day, what uh, the fuck? The, his daughters who help him run the business, they right. must have been like, hey, Adam's a good kid. Like, you know, give him a shot. Yeah, I was like 18 years old at the time. Are the daughters your age or are they also No, they're grown they're, women? they're grown women. They're probably in their 40s or 50s. Right. And uh, he calls me back and he's like, hey, you know, I, I talked with uh, my daughters and I want to give you another shot. Uh, you know, that was just something that was bothering me that you were never at your station. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, sure. Uh, but I told him that I can't because I need to concentrate on my comedy, uh, mm. which... He laughed so hard in my face. You are funny. (laughs) Yeah, he laughed so hard in my face. That's a good joke. And I was 18. I didn't need a... I needed a job is what I needed. Like, I was (laughs) in Southern California going to community college. Like, I wasn't... There wasn't a lot of concentrated on my comedy being done anyway. So I should have just kept the job. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the Hollywood job that I lost was... uh, I recorded Ferdinand the Bull for like a year and a half. And recorded, uh, you know dozens of sessions and uh then one day i got a call saying hey we're replacing you you're no longer ferdinand the bull it's going to be john cena so um well it makes perfect sense i was like yeah he's a better ferdinand the bull absolutely 
Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. I would like to hear the, the divine cut, though. I bet you yeah. killed it, dude. I bet you killed Can it. Can they release the divine cut? That would be cool. Yeah. I don't know if Ferdinand the Bull made enough money to release another cut of uh, the movie that didn't make any money. So, but. Well. I'd love to hear it. Shots fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it would have if you were there. I hate. I was fired. Fuck them. Sorry, John. Nobody's <laughs> right. seen that it. Oh, um, damn. John. Points. Nobody. Hey, yes. No points there. there. Yeah. Yes. Damn. Should have had some points. Yes, points. Oh, <laughs> I have great. a good getting fired story from um, Lacoste on Rodeo Drive, guys. Ooh, money millionaire. The face of Lacoste. They can't fire you. You got fired. What? It was from- a two. Harder. You had too many collars. They were like, they were this like, is too you're many. You're buying all. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> First of all, them re- collars. They were so good to me. They were they were good people there. Um, That's nice. And the fucking discounts were next level. Two times a year. Not that I was there long enough for this, but two times a year, you got ten items for free, and then you got seventy percent off. So that Christmas, huh. I was like, whoa, a god. Hello, um, king. And then everyone got uh, Lacoste polos, and they're like, I don't wear. Okay, thank you, Anders. And you're like, no, no, I, va- I varied it up. Mama got a scarf. Ooh, yeah. Eric got a polo because he's popping collars. Yeah. O- Oli got a nice uh, sweater, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did Phil get? Can't remember. I think Phil might have gotten also gotten a sweater. Pop them collars. Thank you. But so I showed up about forty five minutes late one morning because my homie John at at this time was friends with Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh and my God. He was like, <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, man. Oh my God. <laughs> Come on out to Tommy Lee's house in Malibu. I'm kicking it with him. He's got his like chef here. He's making dinner. We're gonna get wild. And I'm like. For sure. So I drive out in my green minivan that you guys remember. Yes, oh, yeah. Yes, I do. In, he's got like a gate to the crib. And I'm like, this is next level shit, right? This is like you're going to a star's mansion in Malibu in mm-hmm. your minivan. And yep. you work at Lacoste. And yeah. <laughs> I pull in. We kick it. We're drinking all night. We're having fun. We're making like music on his computer and shit. I think I still have the- <laughs> it is a Popoza situation right, for sure. Right now, we're going to cut to the track that I recorded with him. You have um, really? We have it? Yeah, yeah. back how about that song oh my my god God. (laughs) Um, this is huge but so homies pass out it's getting late it's like four in the morning 
And he, I, I think if you, if you saw the Cribs episode, he had a bar with like a Starbucks in his house, right? And he oh, had this, he had that. a Jägermeister, like a uh, Jägermeister dispenser in his crib. And he like lined up a bunch of shots and it's four in the morning. I have to be at work in uh, Beverly Hills at 10 a.m. Hey, I'm still going to send it. <laughs> he was like, let's do this. And I go, oh, man, I don't know if I can do that. I got to be at work in like six hours. And he's like, pussy. Oh. And you're like, no, I'm cool. <laughs> I wish he said pussy because then I would have been like, all right, fuck it. He just goes, all right, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> and he about faces, leaves the shots there and passes, goes like to his bedroom leaving me to like sleep I don't know where. Uh, I think I slept on this like big ass couch, like in a couch room that he had. I <laughs> wake up super late, room. grab some Taco Bell gorditas on the way in, get there wearing the same shit I wore the day before. Yep. They're like, what's going on? I go, I mean, I was at Tommy Lee's house as if that would be like, oh, cool. <laughs> and they were like, "You so what? Yeah. And then <laughs> like, fuck off. And they were like, this can't happen again. And then maybe a, a <laughs> maybe a month later, I went home for like Christmas and they were like, we need you back the day after Christmas. And I was like, all right, no doubt. And then my parents booked my flight back then because I had no money and they didn't book it nice to get it. back in time. And I just didn't have the balls to be like, hey, you got to like take the charge and flip it so I can get back to work. And I just called in and was like, I'm stuck in Chicago. I can't come. And then when I got back, they were like, hey, um, you're done here. You're toast. <laughs> we don't want like, you. You lose. You're out. That seems uh, about right. Let me call Tommy Lee. Nope, he's not returning calls. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn, so you didn't man. get Tommy's number. You didn't get called back. What the hell? No. I And after, like soon after that, I met you guys. <laughs> wow. Right and we became your Motley crew. Oh. Yes. Oh. There we points. Go. Give me points. points. Yes, points. Oh, yes, yes, points. Oh, yes, yes, points. points. Your motley crew. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. I watch it. I love it, dude. It's set in feudal Japan. Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. Dude, The Veil is a globetrotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance. Whoa. Wow, well said. And, and crime fans? Do not miss the all-new series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events. <gasps> yeah, stars Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month, huh? It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu, huh? Do freaking do it, dude. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth 
issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what's crazy about L.A. and Hollywood is that, like, you can be nobody working at some fucking clothing store, and then you have a friend who's like, I met Tommy Lee. We're going to party at his house all night. And you're like, what? Let me get in my <laughs> minivan, man. I'm almost there. Yeah! It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm about to minivan up the coast, yeah, it baby. Is, it is really fun to be in your 20s and in L.A. and in Hollywood specifically and just because you're, I feel like when you're younger, you're just more likely to go, yeah, well, we're going to go do this. We're going to go drive 45 minutes to go do this insane thing. Right. Yes, totally. Hype ourselves up the whole way there and yeah. just get ready right. and then go. That's every road trip to Vegas, by the yeah. way. Like it couldn't be more accurate in swingers when they're like, Vegas, baby. Da, 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 da. Dude, yes. And the drive is quite long. 
It so is. like mm-hmm. you can't really stay hyped the whole time. Maybe three hours. It's like four, three and a half, four hours. Yeah. Is it upwards of four? If you hit traffic going in or coming back, it can be a fucking nightmare, especially yeah. if you're hungover trying to get back to LA. I mean, you always hit traffic on the way back. It's terrible. The worst. Yo, I took a um like a party bus for a bachelor party from LA to uh Vegas. And we are raging, throwing it down, drinking, having a good time, whatever. Throw down. And then the last, like, the last hour and a half, we stopped like three or four times for bathroom breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's fully loaded. And we're like, yo, no, I got to pull over. And people are like, all right, fuck it, man. We'll pull over. And then 20 minutes later, like, all right, I got to pull over now. I should have got out. I should have got out. It was a fucking shit show. Uh, I should have got out on the last one. Sorry about that. (laughs) Just tons of bathroom breaks. Sorry, man. (laughs) That's great. Can we pull over again? You got to piss out all that Red Bull. That's it. Red Bull vodka. You got to piss out that entire uh, saxophone thing from Circus Circus. Oh, yeah, man. Damn. Those are the coolest drinks, by by the way. Those huge saxophones filled with just, what booze do they put in? Whatever you want. Just sugar. Sugar and, <laughs> and old gin. Yeah. Uh, it's probably Everclear, right? Yeah. That's what they usually disgusting. put in those drinks. Gin margarita. Yes. I remember coming back from <laughs> Vegas with Kyle in his Ford Focus. And yeah, uh, nice. <laughs> I remember you had a one of those little coffees uh, those, remember those little starbucks yeah, coffees yeah. that you could buy at the convenience fraps. store yeah, a little frappuccino yeah. until we realized they're like 400 calories a pop and me and you used to <laughs> just like pound like four or five those yeah. little glass bottle ones yeah yeah the uh-huh. glass bottles we used to just pound like three or four of those to, to get hyped up and then you start to you get a little older and like why can't i lose weight and then you're like oh i drink 800 calories in starbucks frappuccinos i'm a man uh, but new goes to shake it and he had already like popped the cap and then goes to shake it and we both just got hosed. And this is within the first 20 minutes of the drive. Yeah. And we're just yeah. hosed with <laughs> this Starbucks wrap. Like I just had forgot I popped the top and, and then fucking yeah. shook it as hard as I could, <laughs> getting ready to pop the top. And it fucking painted the whole oh, interior the, of the car. Oh, like the windshield, the inside of the windshield, the whole dash, <laughs> both of us, everything. And you're driving too? And yeah. we're driving. And it's and it's Sunday at like hot as fuck. noon when everyone one checks out and drives back to LA and it was hot as fuck. There was no AC in his car. We had to have the windows rolled down. (laughs) And then like two hours in, the milk started to like curdle and start to stink. And we, I was like, I might vomit. I like, I might have to pull over and vom because it was like the milk started to like curdle in the heat. I'm pissed now. I was probably smoking Mm -hmm. ciggies at that time too. And it was just like a nasty. Oh yeah. You were just smashing cigs. Yeah, bro. Milk was a bad (laughs) choice. Coffee might have helped. It's science. science. I don't know if I want to smell Kyle after a weekend in Vegas. The coffee might help. I'll take the spoiled macchiato. Okay. <laughs> I remember like overdrafting my account so many times on those trips where it would be like I'm fucking like I'm already I'm living in a overdrafted. That was <laughs> and then it's yeah. like, well, I need more money. I gotta go overdraft it before they stop me from oh my overdrafting. That was like one of my favorite things to do would be like try to get us all hyped up to go do something. And it was just overdraft. To, it was just operation when me, 
you and Blake lived together, it would be like, I could probably get Blake on board, but then it'd take you a little more coaxing in. To you like, would fucking work me and yeah, you know, get just, me, but I would like hold out for a day. It would just be like, it, yeah, it'd be like a full day of like, woo, Vegas, baby. Oh my yeah. God, how much fun is it? Blake, yeah. seriously, bro, how much fun? Just talking like loud. This is like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Let's go. <laughs> and then, by the way, and then we would just go, and we had no money, so we do the Vegas the cheapest way you possibly can, which would be like we sit there on the nickel slots waiting for the woman to come around to give us free beers. Yes, that was such the move. And then it would just be us finding the cheapest place to drink up and down the strip and then just walking the strip. Now, in hindsight, I'm like, it seems kind of miserable, but we had a, a great time doing it. We were it. young. We were dumb. Yeah, you don't know any better. Well, remember our whole, like, shtick was like the party police didn't you guys like go just trying to get people to yeah. to oh, yeah. turn up to yeah. party yeah we it we just, tried to get adam remember we tried to get you in saying that you were the newest member of snl the oh yeah right the andy bovine you haven't we were like you didn't you don't watch snl this is the guy like that was my and, job yeah and, you and were, then i'd be like <laughs> i don't know i i don't want to i don't want to pull that card i don't fake uh, fake uh -huh. catchphrases uh, you don't know my yeah. character is this your sandwich <laughs> i'm the uh is this your sandwich Guy, I don't know if you've seen that, but it's pretty popular. Uh, that is pretty funny. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I do that? And then we did the party police where party police was nothing except that we would like walk around in the lobbies and like show people our wallets and say, we're the party police. Are you having a good time? Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> You're not having enough fun. Party police. Woo. What was the whole thing? Why did we do that? What was that? Because we're broke and we're drinking 40s. Because we're having a great time, man. We're broke. We had, <laughs> it's just fun. <laughs> we had nothing else to do. We weren't allowed yeah. into the clubs. We weren't dressed nice enough. We probably spilled some uh, coffee all over us. Milk, <laughs> Macchiato. Some milk products. Some milk products on us. <laughs> Laid out at the hard rock. We we reeked. We were poor as shit. And we were, we were making our own fun. Yummy. I do love the idea of party police going up to someone who just like bet the house lost everything like just lost everything and you're like hey man party police turn the frown upside down you want party? like i'll show you a party <laughs> faces of death <laughs> right he's gonna go fucking yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it no no i'm gonna do it i think i landed on where we're gonna do the uh bachelor party guys oh Ooh. Oh, oh my god! Shit. Bachelor in Paradise. Your backyard. On TV. Space Station. Zoom. Space Station? Space Station. No, we're going to go to uh, the Lake of the Ozarks. Ooh. And yes. uh, yeah, get to see where the family lives. I rented us a dope house. I'll give you the dates and intel. Uh, you know, off the pod, but it's it's gonna be awesome. And then that way, Big D can uh, kick it kick it with us. Yeah, and it's it's a wild place, so we'll have fun and we'll have access to boats and jet skis mm. and all that stuff. So it'll get it'll get wet and wild. I'm so excited! Yeah, man, it's gonna mm -hmm. be rad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, can we water ski? Yeah. Or kneeboard? How about kneeboarding? We can kneeboard, we can water ski, we can do that thing where we can wakeboard. Mm. Yes, all the yeah. stuff. Have you ever kneeboarded? Has anybody ever kneeboarded? No, sir. I think I have. I didn't love it. Okay. Yeah, because you're just on your knees the whole time. I'd rather stand, stand up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I feel you, but the kneeboard is sick, dude. You strap your knees in, you can bust 360s and stuff, ride backwards and shit. What it's about us? Uh, no, sir, I don't like it. That seems <laughs> stupid to me, Carl. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> you're on your knees. You said it. Fucking thing the whole time. sucks. Why? Cold blooded motherfucker. You're cold blooded motherfucker. Hey. 
No, I'm just <laughs> saying stupid. You're my favorite actor, but you're not my favorite when it comes to water sports. Burn. Extreme sports. What's wrong with you're you? not my favorite extreme sports guy. Okay, sure. That's it's sure. not you. Just uh, because I said kneeboarding. I'm just saying, no, the, yeah. Well, yes, that's one help. of the main reasons. It didn't help. Oh, but, my God. Judgmental much? Hey, I'm not going to be a groomzilla, but we're not doing that on my bachelor party. Okay? We're not doing that. Yeah, it's not about you. Oh, my God. You're actually saying that I can't do that? Wow, you got vetoed. It's not allowed. Are you actually, are you literally, are you literally actually telling me that I can't kneeboard on your... Hey, no, Kyle. It's figuratively. What the fuck? Think, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm literally telling I'm you. Pissed now. Oh, hey. I think Durst started to touch on this at the beginning of the pod, but I'm gonna go ahead and take the take it and run. You can't tell me what to do. Ooh. Yeah, I do. I think I did touch on that. <laughs> I think Durst touched yeah. on that a little bit at the beginning of the pod <laughs> with you specifically. I remember touching on that. Yeah, you know, I guess it's uh it is my bachelor party though, so I hope you re- respect my rules. I can't enforce them. I'm not gonna like hurt oh, you. But you got a groomzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of only letting uh, Kyle kneeboard. Thank you. Thank and you. we all watch. Thank and we go, no, 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 this is what you wanted. You wanted a kneeboard. Yeah, and the rest of us, it's a whole different setup. We It like takes a long time. The rest of us yeah. are just like, ah, we just want to mm-hmm. tube or do something fun that we can all do. But no, I'm, just, Kyle, I'm so fat. I'm just going to basically drag hey guys, into the water. Hey guys, stop <laughs> the bachelor party real quick. Everybody, stop the bachelor party. Hey, yeah. We got to go kneeboarding. Just Kyle. Kyle just Kyle. Kneeboard. Nobody else. Um, yep. Yeah. Then I, well, dude, then I get all the way out there and I get on and I realize I can't, it can't float me. <laughs> and you put, start tugging me and I just go okay, underwater. And then we got to go tubing. <laughs> Adam, you said tubing, and I got... I'm, I'm ready to get tubed, That's probably baby. the easiest water sport, right? Oh, dude, yes. Lake of the Ozarks is uh, a real fun place. I think we're going to have a, a good, good throwdown. I don't mm-hmm. know it as well. I, I kind of wanted to pick a place that I knew a little better mm-hmm. than this, uh, but my family lives there, and with everything that my dad's going through, I'm like, let's just make it easy and go there and... Uh, and then that way he'll get a party Hell with us yeah. too. So I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is a really fun Absolutely. place. Absolutely. That's going to be a blast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good old time. So, Hell yeah, baby. Mm. When you guys have gone tubing behind a boat before you play the game where you just try and shake them off. I mean, that's the whole game, yeah, right? Isn't that tubing? Yeah. Okay. Evil much? Oh, yeah. My dad, it was, it was Operation Try to Kill Your Friends. Or like my dad, it was he was just trying to murder us. And also, it's so scary. I, I don't even know if I've done it really as an adult man. I, I remember, like, I think I might have been in my early 20s when I yeah, did it last. last time I did it was 20s. Uh, and uh, it was terrifying because I, I grew up on boats. Like, my dad's a fisherman, so we always had a boat. So mm-hmm. I, I did it, like, when I was you real... You were a cruise carna- carnival cruise entertainer. I was a carnival cruise <laughs> kid. Uh, raised on a cruise. <laughs> my dad was the captain of a ship. We grew up on boats. <laughs> um, no, so we always boated, and it was, I remember doing it when I'm, like, eight years old and just being like, this is the scariest shit. Yes. But you can't yeah. show your emotion. You can't show your a pussy, or else your right. uncles will make fun of you for the rest of your life. Right. So, right, yep. nothing worse than that. That was yeah. me and Blake on bicycles yeah. like a week ago, <laughs> just bombing hills. <laughs> it's the scariest shit on planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "What are you guys doing? Speed up!" You have the motors, shit. And they're like, oh. Oh. Didn't have the tires. We were riding on slicks, as I said last week. We're on slicks. True that. Wow. True that. Oh man, how big is the squad? I mean. It, we, we, we can talk about this later, but how big is the squad of the bachelor party? I think... Uh, 30? Four, 40 guys? No, I think probably about 20. Oh, yeah. Give me a hell yeah! That is a dude fest. Damn. That's a squad. I think it's going to be a real sweaty dude fest. and I'm, That is a car. 
carnival of dudes. That is nice. It's going to be fun. Is Chloe doing a bachelorette party? She is. She's going to do it in wine country, I believe. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah dude. So that'll, that'll be a little more classy than our debaucherous. What do we think about the ones where they do it together? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, what, a, that's what me and Marissa did. We did that. We did a co. Yeah. I remember that. It was fine. We almost did that. Just because we have, you know, basically all the same friends, so it would have been right. pretty fun. But I don't know. I kind of wanted just like a true bro down, uh, and boy. I think I think this will be a, a good place to do it. So mm-hmm. that's my boy right there. Friendship. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Good for you. Yeah, keep it. Seg- yeah, keep it true. Keep it true. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it true. Keep it true. Lots I'm gonna of farting, right. and beer, true to form. You know what we should do is uh, bring podcast equipment, <laughs> do it a live from the bachelor party. Just yes. sloppy oh, as hell. I love. That. Kyle's the only one that can keep a sentence together. The rest of us is like, fuck you. I tell you what, man. All right. All right. I would like that. That would be very fun. <laughs> I don't know how this would work, but if we could have like the guys who are there, um, not us, but like whoever it is to kind of come on and tell a story or like say something about you that they appreciate. There we go. Party, uh, in t- for the podcast. Roast that'd, that'd be, be a fun. Nah, that'd be a fun bachelor party. Oh, let's do the roast of Adam Devine on pod. Oh, on the Lake of the cool. Ozarks. That okay, sounds right. fun. <laughs> it's the bro roast. The broast. Yeah. The bros. The Ooh. broast of Adam Devine. <laughs> That's good. Lake Brozark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do Lake bro Brozark. Oh God, I'm I'm making T-shirts. Lake Brozark. Yes, please. This is a money idea. Uh, for sure, I have to. We all have to wear sashes, and uh, I have to wear like a dumb crown. Sash in science. You know how like bachelorette parties? Well, they'll always wear like oh yeah, bachelorette yeah. <laughs> right, right. party sashes. I'm into. We're that. doing that, but for uh, but we're not women. So <laughs> rocket tiara. I think on my bachelor party. We ran into a bachelorette party, and Blake ended up wearing a veil Me? with a bunch of dicks on it. Right? That seems yeah, right. That sounds about right. That sounds I right. So. I think I brought it. I in. think I have that picture. <laughs> We're cutting to it now. Uh, I remember uh, at your bachelor party where we there was that machine uh, in the bar that you blew into, and it told you how. Uh, it was a breathalyzer at the bar. Right. There we and go. You, and we it was just Operation Who Was the Drunkest, and we were like, No, I swear. You are way drunker than me. This does not make sense. This does not make sense. I shouldn't be blowing higher than you. He's fucking falling down. You saw how he fell down earlier. Yeah. That was the that best. Was, that was straight buffoonery. I just remember standing outside of our hojo, mm-hmm. um, eating some cookies at like three in the morning, and one at a time, stragglers would just come back. Like my brother just showed up out of the mist. And yeah. like, I don't even think he said anything to us. He just like, Walked past into the hotel. We're like, all right, all right get, get some sleep, man. And then my homie Adrian just showed up and was like, hey, I was looking for food. And we're like, everything's been closed it's for just hours. Walking dead, just- and I think Toof got like beat up one night. <laughs> oh, shit. Toof got, Toof got me back. I remember I could not find my way back. And Toof yeah. was like not making. He, he wasn't- was on one. He cut the nipples off of his shirt. <laughs> yes. And I'm still going to send it. When I saw him, he wasn't speaking. He was speaking in like, he was going like, Right, right, right. That's his thing. And I was like, what the fuck? Do you know how to get back to the hotel? And he did, but he couldn't speak. And your one friend was arrested. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm still going to send it. Bernie Lomax, uh, (laughs) we'll keep his name and code, got arrested for like pissing on the back of a bar or something like that. Oh, Oh, fuck yeah. And he got taken to the drunk tank. And I think 
somehow he was like tweeting saying like free Bernie. Uh-huh. And then we all got in the Hojo airport. Yes. Like, shuttle. Van. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shuttle. And went to go pick him up That's with all those. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was it a Hojo or a trouble tree? It was a trouble tree. Thank trouble you. tree. Trouble yeah, tree. Yeah. At yeah, like yeah. six a.m., somehow we all like stayed up or something. Somehow and we're able to like pick him up. Somehow, and we, uh, yeah, I don't know how. Wow, we it's all amazing. picked him up uh, like as soon as he was released from jail, and we we're all chanting. I'm like, that's a good bachelor yeah. party. That's what I'm yeah, trying to do. Time. If uh, if anyone wants to volunteer to be the one to get arrested, someone you know, I would yeah. love to see it. Okay. Noted. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah, we'll Dude. see how it plays out. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. But I feel like with twenty dudes, odds are high. They're good. Yeah, yeah I feel okay. with the dude crew that we're rolling with that somebody's gonna uh, do something dumb mm-hmm. and get arrested. So pretty excited about down. it. I'm down. I don't know who's gonna be there, but if if a certain person's gonna be there, I'm putting my money on them. I don't know if they'll be able to make okay. it. We'll see. Okay. A certain someone. who's, who's per, what person? His money's Speaking. on a certain someone. Oh yeah, don't blast them. Yeah. What's the code? Are you gonna code it up? Or I'll nah? give you a. Can I give you a hint over the? Um, Let's see over the airwaves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Is, he is invited. Yeah. He okay. Is invited. So yeah. Wine mouth is gonna get arrested for sure. Yeah. Wine mouth will will get arrested, and I want that for him. <laughs> Me too. Alrighty then. <laughs> and guys, any uh, any take backs, apologies, or epic slams, or uh, compliments? Well, right out the gate, I have. To apologize to my brother Anders for just really going at you about the America's Funniest Videos theme song. You were 100% correct. Sorry. I appreciate that. And I want to uh, apologize to uh, myself for knowing that theme song. (laughs) You know, I feel Mm. like it's taking up space in my brain and I don't know my kids' birthdays. (laughs) Kyle, what do you got? Uh, I would like to compliment Toof for his lizard brain at three in the morning that time in Madison, Wisconsin, because I don't know that I would have made it back to the trouble tree without you, Toof. I hope you're doing well out there and uh, friendship. And his name's Alex now. Okay, Alex. Yeah, well, he's a, uh, he's a man. Toof, a.k.a. Alex. Rock and roll, buddy. That's my best friend. I hope you're rocking and rolling out there. Keep it real. He's doing it. And I would just like to uh, thank you guys for, uh, you know, just doing this podcast oh. with us every week. And I feel like this is a great bonding moment for uh, the four of us. Friendship. It is. I'm every week. Yeah. It's like a bachelor party every week. <laughs> this is like a bachelor. Because, you know, a lot of times we talk. Uh, when we're, but it's it's work stuff, you know, yeah. and we're just yep. doing work stuff, and this is a fun way to also we're it, technically this is work stuff, but it's also fun stuff, you yeah. know, yeah. and fun, we're just bullshitting. So I actually consider it workaholics, but I don't know. Well, don't see that's where you can't. <laughs> Again, don't say that. Uh, that's a good take back. Workaholics with a huge ensemble cast. I would like to take a a moment of appreciation for just the four of us and uh, and our friendship and power and perseverance. Is this take two? Mm-hmm. This is great. I like that. I would also like to take a moment for our friendship and our power and our perseverance and just respectfully uh, appreciate us. This is important. I just did that though. So you can, right? Yeah. I just did take three. You know what? I, I'll take this opportunity to apologize to Tommy Lee. I know you're listening. Oh, yes. Uh, I let listening. you down in a major way. I let myself down wow. in a major way that night by uh, not doing w- any of those several Jägermeister mm. shots you lined up at mm. four in the morning mm-hmm. when it was just the two of us. You remember. Um, that could have changed our whole course trajectory. Yeah. I could have joined the band. Yeah, what would have happened? Would you would have you would have taken it, you would have been like you're the new Nikki Six. Yeah. Yeah. Best buds. 
I would have been Jersey Damn. six. Jersey and if six. I could just apologize to Jeremy Piven, uh, just for not knowing my lines and not hitting my mark and just all around not a professional. I'm so sorry, sir. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. That's rough. And that's I want to take back uh, saying that he seemed like kind of an asshole when I met him at the gym. Hey, you might have been busy. Things might have been on your mind. Uh, from one asshole to another, it's copacetic, pal. And I'd like to compliment him uh, just on how tight his six-pack was and his whole chassis <laughs> when I saw yeah, him. There's no denying it. He's was. got a chassis. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen him in, I haven't seen him in person running, running in Canyon with his shirt off in many years. But hot, 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 hot. it was real proper. So big compliments to his past self. I want to be on you. I feel like he um, has great body hair. Okay, right? okay. He's got good Compliment lines. To that. Compliment to the body hair. Yeah. I think he's yeah. got good. And, and, yes, happy and trail. next good pod, happy trail. we will be touching upon <laughs> happy trails. So tune in next week. Isn't yep. it nice when the body hair just kind of forms and it kind of looks like when it goes straight down and kind of gives yeah. you abs even when you don't yes. really have abs? That's the perfect right. body hair. Yes. That you oh, have. my God. That's a big thank you to God. Thank you, God. <laughs> can can we admit that out of the four of us, Adam probably has the best body hair? Oh, absolutely. I can admit that. I can yeah, admit so that. Good. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hands right? down. Because you do have like a full frontal um, yeah, I'm a, coverage. I'm a baby mm-hmm. cub. I mm-hmm. love it. Yep. Yeah. And we're po- and we're posting that picture now. <laughs> I'm a I'm a California sun bear. Uh, beautiful. I've, beautiful. I've recently trimmed it because my <laughs> character. California sun uh, bear. That's right. I'm a uh, my character Kelvin on the Righteous Gemstones. Uh, he's like real shirtless Ooh. this season and is flexing a lot. And I feel like he wouldn't have body hair. He'd be like the kind of guy to like wax himself and shit. Right. So I, mm-hmm. I am, um, I am shaving. Yeah. Your the character you're playing for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have waxed your chest if you weren't doing this character. We get it. I've never done it before. I'm not, I'm not saying and I, it's not it? that this is a perfect I didn't excuse. wax it. I, I buzzed it. Yummy. I buzzed it. I'm still a little, you oh, can see shit. it's still there, but it's, it's real tight. Screenshot. Yeah. That looks good. And it's real tight. Yeah. Thank you. Nipples. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I do have nice looking nipples. All right. And that's just another episode of <laughs> this. What, what are we doing? It's it is important people. It's important. Is it? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 